I dare you. What is in your heart? Who says you can't go after your dreams? Nobody told me I couldn't go after dreams. I need to go after my dreams. Yeah, I know. But there's that voice behind you in your back of your head that says, oh, I wonder what people will think. Oh, maybe I should do a bit more research. Well, yeah, do your research. But but quite often, and I've been in this boat where we feel like we want to do something, but my goodness, we think, oh, oh, I better find out what so-and-so thinks. And it's good to get advice, but you're not asking permission if you are a grown-up it is time to take charge of your life and make some decisions and actually do them without fearing whether you need someone else's permission and my guest today is amanda may gray of the podcast yes you may who is going to release you into doing whatever it is you want to do and we're going to meet her right after, <laughs> right after this. The strongest prison bars are in your head. Leaders and teams, it's time for a jailbreak. Amanda May Gray, I was so excited about this that I had already posted a comment <laughs> on YouTube from me. So, <laughs> I posted a comment to myself. <laughs> I did. Well, here I was testing it out, really. But here's the thing: I have struggled so much over the last ten years, you know, stuffing things up, going to prison, losing everything, and and the courage that I needed to actually get out there that. If I had had what you give people, that confidence to, to give myself permission, I was looking too much for other people to validate whether, because it was so scary. Yeah. And not everybody absolutely. has had a prison experience, but it's scary. So please tell our audience about what you do, how you help people, and then we'll talk a bit more about the background, the background of that. Sure. Yeah. So thanks, Trish, for having me on. I appreciate it. My name is Amanda May Gray. Like Trish mentioned, I host the Yes You May live stream podcast, which is like super close to this. But my mission is to empower and uplift specifically women to believe in themselves so that they can say yes to themselves and give themselves permission. All too often, we are looking for outside validation when we don't need it. We don't need somebody to come to us and say, oh, yes, Trish, you can have a TV show. You're good enough to do that. You don't need any of that. You just have to choose to do it. You have to choose to take action. And you have to choose to trust the right people when you do share these ideas. That makes a huge, huge difference. Wow. it's It sounds like such an obvious thing. But I did find, and I'm sure, and you know, it is, it's not just women, but women do tend to over discuss things and get every opinion and, and looking for that. I am one who looks for reassurance. I'm an encourager by nature. And I look for that my, my love language is words of affirmation. Yes. And I, I feed off. It's a fuel for me for people to say, Trish, you can do, you can do this, you can do this. But I've got to be able to do that to my, for myself. So what you're saying is is really important. It's it's like we have these. Oh my goodness! I'm 
it, it's just something this that that really helps set people free. Yeah, it makes a huge difference when you finally realize you can do that. Because I know for me, it was like, I never thought I was good enough. I never thought I could go be a model. I never thought I could go be an actress because it wasn't a real job. And like somebody needed to tell me I was talented enough and all this nonsense when in reality, like I just had to step out there and start doing it and proclaiming to myself and to the world that this is what I'm doing and I'm going to do it. Everybody else, you know, be DAM damned. (laughs) (laughs) Well, look, let's let's pull back a bit and and it is a leap to go from I'm scared, I don't really know what I'm doing, I've got this idea, I think I want to do it, uh, to to go straight over to stuff what everyone else thinks, uh, I'm just going to do it come hell or high water and hang the consequences. We. Um, there's somewhere in between there's a journey and I'm not necessarily convinced that we can be so confident that we don't care at all because I mean the marketplace is the marketplace if there's a market there's a market so talk to us about that like when it's really hard and you're really scared what do we do then yeah that was my biggest wonder how do, how do I go from X to Z? Somebody recently asked me, actually one of my mentors, he's like, you accomplished some crazy things. How did you get there? And I had to think about it. You know, normally you just want to have that instant answer like, oh, I did this. And I didn't have that answer. And what I realized that I did differently than other people was raise my hand. I offered to do things. I asked questions. I seeked out other people who are already doing what I wanted to do and I offered to be there. I got myself involved. So I think one of the, the biggest things that I've realized is it's really easy to not think something is possible when you don't know anybody who's already doing it or even just doing it a little bit. It's really easy to be like, oh, well, those stars in Hollywood, like, mm. But if you have somebody that you can find, whether you know them or you know them six degrees of separation, that is doing something similar somewhere in that field or even just a few steps ahead of where you are now, that makes it real and tangible. Knowing other podcasters makes me feel like I can have a podcast. Whereas before, when I just saw these big, big podcasts and their super success, it was super, super overwhelming. I didn't know where to start. I had a million questions. I overthought every single thing. But then I started to meet people who were already doing it. And that made me feel like, oh, well, if they're doing it, I can do it too. And maybe I can ask them some questions. So the key is finding other people or doing what you want to do, or just a few, you know, somewhere similar, and then get to know them, find out where they started, ask them for help, and see where right. that leads you. And, and key wording is asking for help, not asking permission. Correct. So what I heard you say in that is, is finding, you don't ask just anybody. Right. No, find people who are already doing something similar to what you want to do. Yes. Might be a different, might be a podcast, might be in a different topic. Or in the workplace, it might be someone who is, they might be at another company because sometimes you want to keep these things a little bit confidential. 
because absolutely know, yes that is that is a good point <laughs> in a corporate world you might find a colleague at another company this is why networking is really helpful mm-hmm. and just have coffee and say you know can you talk to me about your career path and what's helped you and so on because and if you're at a different company you're not a threat to them exactly you know, you're, you're not um that that's that's not going to um that's not going to be so I just so you've got to choose your people really, yes. really carefully. You do. Uh, yeah, and, and that's that's really important. And and then it's more realistic. You're not so scared. You don't you, exactly you know, they can do it, you can too. That's the key. That's the key mm. is finding somebody to bring it into reality for you. And that's very similar to mentorship, right? Which mentorship can be taken in so many different directions, but you can be mentored by somebody that you don't even know. But right. you don't want to go so far out with all of your mentors that it just seems like you could never possibly get there. You don't want to see all those celebrities, even the big real estate people, like the, the people on Shark Tank, right? I love all yeah. of them. I learn a lot from them. But they're so much higher up that for me starting out, it's like, okay, well, I could never get there. I don't know how to get They don't know where I'm at. I don't know where they're at. But if I'm finding somebody that's a few steps above me that I can relate to, that maybe I have something in common with, it brings it back down to earth. And when you can actually really believe something is possible for you and not just a pipe dream, that's when it can come into reality. Well, that's right. And and if they are way above you, maybe they've got a course or a book that you could just start with. Yes. Now, read a book on, on the topic and, and get some skills up. Exactly. Because, yes, you want to do what, what you want to do, but the reality is you've, you've still got to be good at it. And, and it, it's yeah. not that you have to be. You don't be perfect at it, but you do need to know what you're doing. So, you know, and, and you'll still make mistakes. You know, there'll still oh, yeah. be, um, you know, there'll still be a dog that barks. Well, you know what? <laughs> you know, so many Zooms these days, there's a dog. I, I've actually got Dash down here right now. <laughs> I used to lock him up upstairs. But as long as I've got he can't see the birds and the doors shut. We're usually pretty good and I can quickly mute myself. <laughs> or every now and again, if I've forgotten to t- put my phone on mute, uh, you know, and it starts and I go, and just quickly just, just do it naturally because most of us right now are in our homes, in our studios, so and we don't have a perfect world. And I think sometimes, you know, how, what would you say to someone who feels like, but I don't have the perfect studio ready, I don't have this girl you know I, I i i need to wait until i've got all my little ducks in a row because you also help people with their studios too as an example they and i've been one i've, I've needed to get everything ready and perfect before going like you know doing live streams uh maybe out on location it's like but my hair isn't done my lipstick it's gonna it's you know talk to me and and that's so yeah. different to hollywood where they might do a hundred takes to get something perfect Exactly. Talk to us about that perfectionism handy, you know, syndrome that that handicaps us. It is a handicap and I have it so bad. I am such a like I want everything to be just so and it's something that I had to get over. And you have to understand people enjoy watching you on the journey. Yeah. That's I think the big thing. Who doesn't love a good makeover story? Right? <laughs> we love the before and after photos, whether that's a house renovation, whether it's, a you know, the personal renovation, we all love to see that what it was and what it became. It's that story that we enjoy. And when you're starting off, 
you probably have a very small audience, right? If we're talking about the studio portion of it. They're going to enjoy watching you go from not great, just kind of trying to do it to a more polished look. And it's going to be a process. It's going to be a journey that you have to go through, but people are going to appreciate that. And the really cool thing behind you just starting, jumping in and just doing it and just keep striving to evolve and do something more each time, be a little bit better each time, is that you're going to inspire somebody else and you're going to have no idea. One of my sayings is who you inspire is beyond what you know. Because people aren't going to tell you. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> that, wait, that was really good. It's one of my favorite things. I think I came Say up it with again. it. I don't know. Say who it again. you inspire is beyond what you know. Wow. Who you inspire is beyond what you know. You don't know where your stuff is going to go and who it's going to reach. You have it's, no idea. It's so true. Every now and again, you'll hear back from someone, especially if you've written a book. You know, if you're thinking, oh, yep. should I write a book? You know, I, I've had people message me and saying, Trish, you don't know me, but mm. I read your book yeah, and it helped me. You know, that what that does for me, it's like it's so worth it. You, well, you yeah. And even I think what's even more powerful for me anyways is when somebody that I know maybe not super well, but they're an acquaintance of some time, of some point. Through this journey, because I started doing, you know, lives beginning of January, and I have had people that I know in my old industry of selling alcohol, they've come up to me, I love what you're doing, uh, keep doing it, this is so cool. And I'm like, you watched that? Really? There will be people that you don't think care at all. I've had people from my high school. Let me tell you, I talked to one person from my high school actively. I was not popular in high school. I was not at all. I was the kid from out of town that moved to the new high school and was loud and crazy and maybe a little bit of a know-it-all. I'll admit it. I'll admit it. <laughs> but they've reached out to me over the years, even just like moving around, doing different things, getting out of the state of Maine, which, you know, is pretty small. I've had people reach out and say something like, you you know, just watching you do this, seeing you do this makes me feel like I can do this. I moved from Florida to Atlanta, Georgia, and I knew absolutely nobody. I just decided to do it one day, which is a whole nother story. But wow. I've had more than one person reach out to me afterwards and be like, just watching you move and be successful made me have the confidence to be able to move. So, so good. You I did didn't, I didn't do that for them. I didn't, you know, try to find, I just did something and I put it out there. I was public about it. I didn't try to polish it up too much. It was just what I was doing and other people found inspiration from it. So right. what is it in your life that you're doing that maybe you could be sharing publicly that could help somebody else? Even just smiling and holding a door open or making somebody laugh through the drive-thru, it makes a difference in somebody else's day. And maybe they're just that much nicer to the next person in the drive-thru. Fabulous. Fabulous. All those little things help build our confidence to be bold. And it doesn't mean you have to change your personality. No. You just do just that little bit more. So that's when people might, might work for themselves. They might be, you know, making decisions about their own life. Uh, but let's talk 
about people who uh, might be on because this this broadcast is broadcasting into live into LinkedIn, okay, and YouTube and Facebook, and, uh, and, and that's right. And <laughs> so, uh, so by the way, please uh, like, comment, subscribe wherever you might be for this. Um, but suppose you've you've got people watching this and they work in a company. Mm-hmm. They're not the boss, but they would like to do more. They would like to move ahead. They would like to initiate projects and and do the Sheryl Sandberg lean in. Uh, but they may be feeling a very real pressure, and it, and the pressure may may be one that is external that has been expressed, or it may just be what's in their head yep. about the risk associated with putting your hand up in that corporate environment and standing out. There's the confidence to do that and the way to do that, but there's also this perception, and it's real, that uh, women particularly, are oh, you too pushy and or, or you, you know, you're doing that as putting someone else down or, or compete. What is it? That, that The whole talk to me about the psychology within that environment, yeah. uh, particularly as it, as it pertains to women. Yeah, that's that's something that I have a lot of experience with. I was in a male-dominated sales organization that was 100% commission. So there was no guaranteed paycheck and it was a boys club. And I had to find my own way of doing things, of making sales. And I ended up getting um, promoted as the recruiter for the organization. And what I ended up doing that I think can help other people was just take little stances, stand up for yourself, you know, be verbal about what you want to do, but also offer to do little things. Go out of your way to be nice and be helpful. Don't try to be all centered on, you know, what you're doing, but how can you find little ways to be helpful above and beyond? And if you're in an environment that maybe you have a bad boss and they're suppressive, I've been in those environments as well, and it's not fun. But maybe you can find an organization outside of what you do, some sort of a volunteer organization to hone those skills. There are plenty of different things. Let's see, like Habitat for Humanity, um, Toastmasters, the Rotary Clubs. There are plenty of different volunteer organizations that you can get involved in to gain skills in leadership, in communication, in leading a team, right? In management, in all of those things, whatever it is that you want to do, I guarantee there's some sort of a volunteer organization, maybe even Big Brothers Big Sisters is a great opportunity. Yeah. That you can then gain confidence from doing things in the volunteer world that when you go and try to do something more in your company, you can stand in solid ground knowing I have these skills because I have done it instead of I haven't done it, but I really want to do it, but I don't, I don't want to wash my job, right? Take all that out because whenever you are like, when you know something, when you really know something, you can talk about it, you're confident in it and you can own it. That's so, so go good. find a way to own it and then so bring it into good. that. And, and particularly with women, I, I'm, I'm going to yeah. throw in a plug for uh, the club that the volunteer club that I'm involved in, okay. and that is Seroptimist International, which is mm-hmm. professional women 
who are giving back to do projects for women and girls. But what I also found is I joined them um, very early on and they were the ones. It was those women who encouraged me and supported me, uh, particularly yeah. in my book for women on finance and relationships. And they, I, I ended up, you know, becoming a president of a chapter. So, and these things add to your resume as well. And get, yeah. so you get the practice, but you can also go to those people and say, hey, look, this is going on at work. I, I have, you know, can you advise me on how I can handle it? Yes. Um, yes. Or I want to go for this promotion. Uh, you know, can you, and, and these people in those clubs, they're not just there to be volunteers. They have their workplace skills as well. Exactly. That can support and help you. So that's brilliant. And it's networking. Woman, right? Yeah. It's also networking and finding people mm. that you wouldn't otherwise find. You have yep. this one little common interest, but if you went out to a bar, would you guys start talking? Probably not. And if you just go to a normal networking event, how awkward can those be? But mm. if you have that shared interest in the volunteer organizations, right. you're going to meet all kinds of people. All kinds of people. And I know this for a fact because I'm in a volunteer organization and I've been exposed to so many different people in my area that there's no way I would have met them otherwise. And I mean, I am a tall redhead, right? I, I am the traditional classic American girl next door. Not everybody wants to talk to me. They don't. But when I'm in this volunteer setting, it lowers that barrier and it makes it more approachable so we get to have an actual honest conversation versus that traditional immediate judgment based on the way we both look oh man and isn't that a thing that we, well it's not just women men do it too but oh we all do it my goodness i mean women do it to women look, i've had true. experiences like that and it's it's so frustrating i'm like no i, I would just want to be your friend <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and and some just don't. They've got their own hang-ups, their own, you know, you, you're a threat. And and, and so I, I have actually found that my best advocates in the workplace have been older men. Yeah. And in a, not, in a, in a totally nice way, <laughs> a wholesome way. But it's been the older women who have, I guess that is that older generation as well where it was tough for them. Yeah. And they had to claw their way to the top and they are tough and, in you know, they have no patience and tolerance for foolishness or for indulgence and they, they expect you to pay your dues as well. And, and I get that, but it's not helpful. You know, we, we mm. need to also be people who, you know, sometimes they do need our permission in a, in a workplace sense. That, Correct. But how you approach asking for it, you can be kind of not confident. Oh, can you know, do, do you think it might be all right? right? Or the attitude you bring of, hey, look, I have an idea that I'd like to run past you that may help. So talk to me about the attitude of asking, that confident way of asking so that you don't shoot yourself in the foot with your self-doubts showing too much, even though you might have them. Yes. So I, I have a term for this. I call it relaxed confidence. And it's something that I figured out. I've done a lot of runway modeling. I've done pageantry, things like that. And I had to learn how to walk down a runway, you know, in whatever the heck I was wearing. I oh, mean, it's been some crazy stuff and look confident. And what I learned from that was that 
when I am 100% in where I am, this go back to something we said earlier, when I am 100% in what I know, then I can just roll my shoulders back, shake it out, literally physically shake it out, mm-hmm, take a mm-hmm. deep breath, and just say what I know and share what I really know. And that's when things come across well. Because I do it still. I do it still. I get all up in my head and I'm like, oh, well, well, maybe if you want this. Nobody wants that. Yeah. Nobody wants that. So what if you are not sure that you really know your stuff, but you just have a feeling and you you just want to get it started and you don't have that confidence? How do you, can you still do that and look confident and relaxed even though on the inside you're thinking I really don't quite know what I'm talking about but I kind of do and you're not there you know you're still you're sort of on that journey and because I don't want people to to be in that position and say well I can't do that because I don't really quite have it not haven't quite got the confidence I've just more got the hope and the feeling talk to me about that yep so you always want to be grounded in your own truth Uh And you don't want to project that you know something you don't know. So this is where honesty comes into place. You can still use my method of physically shaking your body, rolling your, like literally rolling your shoulders and relaxing them down, taking a deep breath, and then just speak to what you know, but be honest (laughs) about what you don't know. Okay. I'm not sure if this is going to 100% work out, but I had this idea And this particular facet worked for X, and I'm wondering if it could work for us. Okay, let me grab you there. Hang on, let me grab you there. This is great. See what Amanda just did there? She didn't, it was in the tone of her voice. So even though she didn't feel confident about what she was saying, she didn't say it with a um, subordinate kind of yeah. a fearful I'm I'm really not sure about this and yeah what she was was look I'm not sure about this but maybe it could work so even though her words were unsure her tone and delivery was honest and it's the honesty that gave it the strength yes this is really key that's why I, I grabbed you there because your whole body and your delivery I, I want this to serve the people who do feel fearful and unconfident, lacking in confidence, but they do want to get further on, Absolutely. you know, and because that's where I was. I was terrified for so long, needing someone to tell me, like, is it okay if, and having, I did have people who were patient with me and who really did say, come on now, Trish, come on now, you, you know. You, yes, you can- yes, and you need your cheerleaders. But- you do, but what you do, Amanda, is you can fast track that transition. And that's why I wanted you on the show because if I had known you <laughs> eight, ten years ago and I had had you coaching me then, then my journey would have been faster mm-hmm. and I would have had less mental torment and insecurities and fears and, and the palpitations and, you know, and all that sort of stuff. So I want to show people your um, website. Sure. Which oh. is, oh. oh, hey, Dash, what's up? <laughs> He's like, I don't want to see your website. I'm trying to be confident, Mom. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, no, it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> so, 
that's my husband popping his head in saying I'm going to start the mower and I just said give me five minutes right so (laughs) I was like I was like right there (laughs) right there and so here we are hey this is Amanda May Gray's website Amanda May Gray she is um she's a coach she's a speaker she just does so much but for building your confidence and and in on as well as this we have amanda's youtube channel where you can see her in action not only can you see her oh look down here who's oh, this look at that oh look would at you that. just look at that <laughs> how to trust your judgment and mm-hmm. you'll be able to click on there and watch her interview of me uh that, that's on there too so by all means please visit amanda's youtube and subscribe look i'm subscribed thank you that? so much i appreciate mm-hmm. it and her website so uh look amanda may gray you are someone who can really help and i, I know you work with lots of people i would highly recommend particularly uh if you're um a woman in the workplace or got your own business, uh, particularly if you're on LinkedIn, um, I would suggest connect with Amanda yep. and talk to her about the things that you might be doing that are undermining you, that you're waiting for permission when you don't need to, uh, but also to get that guidance so that you do it well. So, uh, Amanda, thank you so much for being on Trish TV. It's been thank an absolute you. inspiration and a motivation and I just oh, just can't wait to get on and do more stuff and yes because you can because you just have to decide that you can do it because i may yes you may yes you may trish yes you may (laughs) everyone see you next time thank you